what the fuck is up it's philly and welcome back to no bleeps so 2020 has been quite the year honestly everyone agrees pretty much across the board that it's been like one of the shittiest years i hope you guys are doing okay because i know that it's it's been not so hot for everyone and uh everyone's pretty much had to deal with their own shit this year and it has not been easy so congrats for making it to almost the end here I figured that for the pretty much ending of the year, I'm going to be recapping for the next two episodes, basically all of the shit that has been going on. And to be honest, at the beginning of the year, I was not into TikTok. I was like, I don't want anything to do with that app. I don't want to have to learn something new. I do not know these people. I felt like everyone was so young. And I mean, granted, now that I pretty much I'm on the app like every single day and I know pretty much all the drama like the back of my hand. I know everyone in the hype house, sway LA, like I cannot believe that I'm saying these words because at the beginning of the year I would have been like, what the fuck am I talking about? But I mean, it's been crazy. Like I said, this year's been crazy and I felt like we could really dissect all of the scandals, all of the big dramas in the news that came out this year. So this week I'm going to be doing TikTok and next week I'm going to be doing YouTube. And I can't believe that I'm going to even be doing YouTube and TikTok. Like it felt like at the beginning of the year, YouTube was such a big thing and it was like the thing and then now TikTok is its own community and everyone knows about it a lot of people are more in tune with the drama it's being reported on a mainstream level so yeah we're breaking it up into two parts because there's a whole bunch of YouTube shit there's a whole bunch of TikTok shit and it just seems way easier to divide it in half I will say that I'm going to be covering some of the Dixie and Charlie stuff on the YouTube drama because now They are on YouTube and they have separate YouTube drama from TikTok drama, which isn't that crazy. (laughs) I I can't, you guys. This shit is insane. So we're going to pretty much start it off from like least crazy shit at the beginning of the year to getting into some of the more intense stuff that happened later on. I was going to rank these, but it was a little hard because a lot of these dramas are like intertwined or interconnected and some of the people are the same. I think next week for my YouTube dramas, they're probably going to be ranked at least just a little bit better than this TikTok one because, you know, TikTok is messy. And so this list is going to be messy. The first thing that I want to talk about is the whole reason I had to learn about TikTok and learn the names of everyone in the Hype House. And that is when the Hype House started going down. The Hype House just turned one years old this past week anyways, so I feel like this is the perfect time to talk about when the Hype House started going down, which honestly, the fact that it kind of went down in a year is really sad because it started out so strong. Like, I remember seeing the iconic TikTok of all of them in the white shirts and the blue jeans and being like, holy shit, this is going to be something. Because it was all over my feed. I had no idea who these people are. They were like, Charlie D'Amelio. I was like, who? 
I, I just heard her name for the first time when people were mad that BB Rexa pulled her on stage at the Jonas Brothers concert. And they were like, why is Charlie on stage at the Jonas Brothers concert? Which you guys, I went to the Jonas Brothers concert last year and BB Rexa just like picks a random person to go on stage with her every single show. So I believe that Charlie was just either randomly picked or she had a connection or something, but it wasn't like she was the only one that ever got that opportunity but you know people were upset that was the first time i'd ever heard about her name and this was basically the second time i was hearing about her was when she was joining the hype house and i saw addison ray for the first time and i was like oh my god this girl is so cute but i literally knew nothing about her and then now here we are i feel like it's so insane she's like friends with the kardashians and she's gonna be in a movie and wow it's crazy how much shit can change in a year and i'm really seeing that by reporting on all of this stuff. So the Hype House first started going down when this drama with Daisy Keach first started. If you guys don't remember, I made a couple videos talking about Daisy Keach, but she was an original co-founder of the Hype House. She said that her, Cover, Alex Warren, Chase, and Thomas all put money down in order to rent that big mansion that they were living in, and they all funded the Hype House, and that's when a bunch of people started to start joining, and it became a big thing. But there was a big fight over the trademark name of the Hype House and they all had filed separate trademarks and none of them were getting approved because obviously it was like hard to tell who was the actual owner and it was hard to get the name approved. Like obviously she ended up leaving the Hype House and she started the Clubhouse, which I believe she even left the Clubhouse. So that's pretty messy. But this situation just really escalated this entire argument of who was getting credit for founding the Hype House and who was actually owning the Hype House currently. And she felt like she deserved more recognition for putting money down and starting the Hype House and that Thomas was trying to run things wrong and everything was super unorganized and nobody was seeing any money coming back to them and they were worked way too hard. And there were videos coming out of people saying that Thomas was treating them badly, making them film TikToks in order to eat. Turns out it was just a joke. But there were a lot of things being said all over the map about how the Hype House was being run and that it was not a good place to be. So Daisy was making videos about Thomas. Thomas made a video and it honestly seemed like he was more focused on clocking Daisy's lies in the video that she made about him instead of giving people answers about whether the Hype House was a good place or not. And honestly, this is when people just started to be like, the Hype House is messy. The Hype House is dramatic. Like, this is like Team 10. I don't really know if I want to be here. And then it became a drama-filled mess. And it seemed like every couple months there was new drama with the Hype House. Charlie D'Amelio and her relationship with Chase became super, super public. They were like best friends and then they started dating and then everyone was just watching them very closely. And during their breakup, you guys, during their breakup, it was just, oh my goodness. There was rumors of him cheating on Charlie. And then there was this massive scandal between Chase, Charlie, Josh Richards, and Nessa because Chase apparently kissed Nessa. And then that same night he went over to hang out with Charlie because they were becoming friends again after their breakup. And everyone was calling out Chase and Chase ended up calling out a bunch of other people and, you know, try to call out Griffin for cheating on Dixie, which ended up being kind of true. And Dixie and Griffin ended up breaking up. He made a diss track about her. 
you guys, everything just went downhill and it seemed like a bunch of people were trying to separate themselves from the Hype House. Both Charlie and Dixie started to move away from the Hype House reputation and Addison as well started to slowly leave the Hype House. They were still in touch with a lot of people that were in the Hype House, but they themselves were not making content for the Hype House. And I think it was the best move for them overall because of just how messy everything was getting and how big the opportunities were getting for them, the three of them that they didn't even need the Hype House anymore to get those opportunities. There was no point for them to stay. I mean, Dixie has gone from being Charlie's sister to having songs with Wiz Khalifa, Liam Payne. What the heck? Like, that is... I just... I'm blown away by the opportunities that they've been getting. It's insane and... I mean, good for them. It's just so insane. But speaking of Dixie, I mean, her drama with Griffin during their breakup was pretty intense. It was a pretty big highlight of this entire year because Griffin was called out for cheating. There was a girl who exposed messages from Griffin on TikTok and her and Dixie ended up talking and Dixie ended up making a TikTok showing this girl's TikTok and playing Griffin's diss track on Dixie and it was just a mess. Later on, Griffin tried to claim that Dixie was not being faithful and she was being way too close in her friendship with Noah Beck and that is the reason why he is like the whole story isn't out there people are looking at me like I'm the villain I'm so evil and I really messed the relationship up but they don't know what she did to me basically and well look who's coming out with the Hulu show now Dixie so it seems like the world has taken a side and it was surely not going to be Griffin's side but it's honestly for the best that the girls or the main girls of the Hype House ended up leaving because there was just more drama that came later on in the year. And Tony Lopez, I mean, you guys, we've talked about it at great length, but that was a whole portion of this year that really, really stuck around for a while because people just don't know what the fuck is going on. I mean, he got called out and it seemed like he tried to leave the internet, but he kind of is coming back. And it's very strange. People want him to be deplatformed like Perez Hilton and it's not really happening. And he's just kind of there. So for those of you that don't know, Tony Lopez is in the hype house with his brother and he got called out for talking to underage girls, flirting with them, wanting to meet up with them, and just a bunch of nasty shit that came out on Snapchat screenshots and Instagram screenshots. And when he tried to address the situation after months of people being like, what the fuck is this? Because some of the things that people were screenshotting, they were not good. So people were like, this better be fake, but you need to come out and address it. And he really wasn't. So that's when people started to be like, huh, um, that's not a good sign. And he said, like, he's new to LA. He's new to this world of people liking him. And really trying to just use this excuse of, like, I don't know how to say no when so many people like me and are showing me attention like this world is so new to me and it's like I don't care how many people are trying to be like oh my god I love you like you're the best ever like you're so hot blah 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 if they're 16 and you're not 
you need to go away. You need to do better. You need to realize that you are an adult. And if someone younger than you is talking to you like that, you need to not respond. You need to shut that down. You should not be replying to little girls trying to meet up with them at the hype house or like trying to you know tell them nice flirty little things that's not how this no 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 i don't know how or who decided to tell him that that was a great excuse for him to use to be like i'm new to this industry i'm new to this world like no that's not how this works you cannot get away with talking to people like that that's just really not it so that was a mess like he tried to take a break there and he moved out of the hype house but they still kind of associate with him and that's why a lot of people are not happy with the hype house in other house news we've got boys from sway la and this drama is like the bryce hall drama the josh richards jaden hostler blake gray that type of drama the guys that are promoting Triller, honestly. Bryce Hall and Jaden Hostler got arrested earlier this year. If you guys remember, this was truly when I was like, okay, like, who is this Bryce Hall guy? What's going on? I had heard murmurs of Bryce Hall, but that was about it. I did not know any of the other guys' names. You couldn't have paid me to know at the time. I would have blanked, honestly, because they all look the same, to be honest. But during quarantine, during this entire time, the Sway Boys were doing a road trip together in their little sprinter party bus. And they had taken photos of themselves smoking marijuana like on the bus. It was just Jaden, I believe, that was like smoking. Maybe it was Josh too, because there were a bunch of rumors saying that Bryce ended up taking the fall for Josh in this situation because he would have been deported. He's Canadian. And Bryce doesn't even smoke, so they didn't understand why he got arrested, but they're saying it's because he covered for Josh. But basically, the bus ended up, like, getting pulled over, and they got arrested. They were charged with... They were charged with possession of marijuana, and I don't know if it was because they were posting photos of themselves, and they said that they were in Texas, and someone said... If you look for this van, they have marijuana or if the bus driver was speeding and then they got pulled over and they could smell it because they were smoking on the bus and that's how they got charged. I really do not know. It was not very clear at all. Even like months later, it wasn't very clear how the entire situation went down. But this was like the first word that I had heard about Swayale being super, super problematic. And then later on, they get called out for partying because we're in this freaking pandemic and they're throwing parties. And the Hype House got accused of this too. They threw that massive party for Lorraine and everyone was so, so, so mad because there wasn't a single person that honestly didn't attend that party. There were so many YouTubers that were invited to that party that got called out and it just wasn't a good look. It wasn't a good look for all these people to be influencing younger kids because their audience is so young. And to promote partying and being reckless and careless and not social distancing and not wearing masks and all this. So this was a major, major, major scandal of this year. It was a major topic, the constant partying. And we're going to get into it more next week when we dissect the entire YouTube scandal because it was also a big deal in the YouTube world, not just the TikTok world about how many people we're going and being reckless and not caring about the pandemic at all. And I really believe that this is a big reason why Addison and Charlie and Dixie had to really step away from the hype house and step away from this world because 
of the fact that they were being promoted to brands as these cookie cutter good girls. And if they were being around these people, it was not going to be good. Charlie and Dixie did end up going to this Hype House party where for Larray, but I don't think that Addison went to that party. She's been pretty good during this pandemic, honestly. She's been really good not going to these parties and stuff. At least I haven't seen that. She's been booked and busy, honestly. But as for Addison's boyfriends, because she's dating Bryce, that's probably like the only thing that her team doesn't like. And I believe they even joked about it that like her team doesn't like her and Bryce together because he obviously is problematic. It's not it's not good. It's a little dangerous for her to be with someone who has been in so many scandals. I mean, the mayor of LA literally called out Bryce Hall and all his little roommates because they threw a big party for Bryce Hall for his 21st birthday and it led them to getting their water and power shut off. Like that is so embarrassing. Like you're getting your water and power shut off and you're getting called out by the mayor. That's when you know you're really problematic. Seriously problematic. I think things like this, like when stories like this happen, it's it's not like exciting, but it's like kind of crazy because I just can't believe the trouble that these influencers get in. These people are so brave for having parties and shit thinking they're not going to get hate. Like these people are trouble. Like that, they do not give a fuck. It's so bad. They really should care because what they do really influences a lot of people. And I just... I can't believe that they really got their water and power shut off for a bit of time there. And they didn't even care, honestly. Ugh, they were making TikToks about it. They were joking about it, being so funny, like, oh, the water is cold today. The lights keep flickering. Like, you guys suck, honestly. And they have like three different houses. So it was no big deal that one of the houses just suddenly didn't have water and power for them. The last scandal that I kind of want to talk about that was pretty big, honestly, was Addison Rae's Lonely Ghost scandal. And this was something that honestly broke my heart because I love Lonely Ghost. Like I've been following Indy for a very, very long time. I don't even know how I discovered her, but I found like one of her playlists on my phone from like so, so long ago. And I was probably like in high school when I added this to my phone. And she has like I'd say like 300,000 plus followers on Instagram. She's not like a nobody. She has a following and she started this clothing brand called Lonely Ghost. And the entire brand is pretty much revolved around the slogan, I love you, say it back. And well, at one point in time this year, Addison started her business called Item Beauty. It's a makeup line. And before that even happened, Indy had decided she was going to reach out to Addison and send her some hoodies if she wanted her to because Indy's little sister was like obsessed with Addison and they were like, oh, we love her. Like we would love to send her some free stuff. So they sent her a bunch of hoodies and Addison ended up wearing them and she wore them in a few TikToks and she took pictures in a bunch of them and people love them. They said that it was great for them. It was great for business and they loved that she liked them and they literally were so, so happy that she was promoting them. But then Addison revealed that she was going to be doing item beauty and when all of the photos started coming out about her products one of the products was a mirror it was a compact mirror uh bronzer and on the mirror it said i love you say it back and obviously you're gonna be like wait what the fuck like i sent you shit that is our slogan of i love you say it back and then you 
literally said you like the brands and then you went and used i love you say back for your own products so people were not happy because obviously indie is a smaller business than addison and doesn't have as big of a voice but indie's followers were not going to stand by having a brand steal from indie and so like on launch day they literally flooded the Instagram and was just commenting about how they were so rude. They needed to address this. This was not right of them. All these photos were coming out about Addison wearing the I Love You Say It Back hoodie and accusing her of stealing this. And honestly, Addison never came out to say anything in regards to the situation. She never addressed it. But Item Beauty came out and they made a couple statements and they had been in touch with Indy. Indy ended up being on one of her friend's podcasts to discuss the situation further, and she basically revealed that they tried to work something out. She said that in the trademark and all of this stuff, the only thing that she could really protect was clothing, hats, any type of apparel, lunchboxes, coolers, things like that, but everything except for makeup she had ownership of it was more about like morally like was it right for them to use i love you say it back they literally sent addison the hoodies and then like a couple days later is when they filed for the trademark of i love you say it back for their mirrors and they just found it so sketchy that that was how it all went down and that no one was addressing that and they were trying to say that the one of the people that worked at item beauty says they love you say it back to her son and that's how they came up with it but it was just it was not right it just seemed so bad and indy said that she was trying to work out a deal with them because there was so much drama going on and she didn't want any bad blood this is why i really love indy because she was being so nice saying she doesn't think that this is really addison's fault it was really just like the people around her the people that were surrounding her the team that she was working with that were trying to paint her out to be this diva because Indy was always in these legal meetings and on these Zoom calls trying to discuss a solution for how they were going to go further with I Love You Say It Back and how they were both going to be using it because they didn't want any brand's confusion. Indy was saying a bunch of her fans thought that she was collabing with Item Beauty because they were using I Love You Say It Back and she was like, that's not the case. We were not doing a collab. We didn't want any brand confusion and we want to make it clear that, you know, going further, there's not going to be any brand confusion. So she said to them, you guys are only going to be doing makeup, like only, only that, you know, no apparel. And they agreed to that. And on these Zoom calls, Addison never had to attend. To me, it's like, they probably didn't tell her to attend these meetings. They probably didn't want her to see how messy the brand was kind of getting with using I Love You Say It Back. Because I feel like if Addison and Indy even said, like, she feels like if Addison was in these meetings, she seemed like such a sweet person she probably would have just been like let's change it or or something like that but these people were really adamant that they wanted to keep i love you say it back and not work out any type of deal and indy said that she felt like they really just wanted her and this whole entire issue and problem to go away and it was really hard for them to work out a deal for them to kind of come to a resolution about the entire situation about how they were going to be using i love you say back and they just were being very complicated and they weren't 
really talking to Addison either, and they weren't letting Addison communicate with Indy, and he said that she tried to message Addison, but she did not reply to her. I believe that she read it, but she did not reply, and I think they just told her not to communicate further about the situation, and that's honestly really disappointing to hear about. This was something that really disappointed me hearing about this entire situation, but I feel like the team was not informing Addison about what was going on behind the scenes and talking about anything really too complicated with her because she's the face of their brand and they probably pitched this idea to her because she did not fully come up with the concept of item beauty. She really just represents the brand and I don't think they wanted to bug her or bother her because probably when they pitched this whole entire thing to her, they probably told her it was going to be so easy. She didn't have to deal with any of the really behind the scenes crazy stuff. But honestly, like when you put your face in front of a brand, you know, you're going to get some backlash for when things don't go right. What Andy proposed was because everyone was looking at them, like their audiences were looking at them like divided. She wanted to be like, okay, let's come together. Let's do girl power and I'll promote item beauty and you can promote lonely ghost and be like girl power we're supporting each other at the end of the day we're not going to let any of this drama come between us we're just going to do our own things and we're going to support each other and that's going to be it you guys are just going to do cosmetics and we're going to do apparel and everything else and so indy was going to send addison a really nice package of like all this i love you say back stuff for her to promote and that they were going to send her an item beauty package for her to promote they were going to post it the same day on the same time and it was going to be this big thing of we're coming together we're not going to fight anymore and we're just going to do our own things and what ended up happening was addison never promoted them and Indy ended up saying she felt like she looked like a fool because of the fact that Addison showed like the package that she sent her in a like unboxing and to a bunch of her fans they were just like why would you send like she stole that slogan from you and you're gonna send her that stuff so she felt like it just made her look really dumb for sending Addison this stuff when Addison wasn't gonna follow through on the deal they just I honestly feel like they didn't even tell Addison about the deal and Addison like would have done it but I just these people were saying to Indy that Addison was so busy and you know she didn't have time to do that type of stuff and they weren't gonna ask her to do that she's like a busy girl aren't we all like we're all busy we all have our own shit that we're doing just because she has a bunch of followers doesn't mean you can't tell her like hey we need to make things right for the brand I'm sure she would have been willing to do it if it would have kind of helped her not get as much hate for item beauty because she was getting a lot of backlash and I even heard her recently talking on the Zane and Heath podcast about how, you know, TikTok hate is so intense and it's really hard to find people to talk about it with because people just don't understand. And it's like, I think Addison would have been really open to doing this whole girl power, girl supporting girl business, you know, collaboration idea. They were going to promote each other to just stop some of the hate. I think anyone could agree that they want to stop hate. I Maybe they thought it was going to look like them confessing to having stole it from her and that they were trying to make things right which would have been like them admitting that they did something wrong to begin with but I don't know you guys it was a shit show of a drama that is for freaking sure this year has been so intense and so insane and there's been a whole lot of shit that's gone down and when we talk about the YouTube drama next week, y'all better buckle up because I wrote down like my notes of like all the things that we're going to be talking about. And I was like, holy shit, like some of the stuff I didn't even remember. And I was like, this was major. It feels like it was like two years ago, honestly, because this year has, it's gone by really quickly, but it also feels like every single month was a year. I don't know how that's possible, but that's how it freaking felt. That's 
it's just like the perfect example like pre-pandemic that was still this year and it doesn't feel like it it doesn't feel like it at all it's insane but i definitely want to know what you guys think about all of the tiktok drama all of the scandals that happened in 2020 let me know all of your thoughts if i missed anything that you guys thought was scandalous leave it down below in the comments if you guys are watching on youtube if you have no idea what i'm talking about every single week after the podcast is up on all the other streaming platforms i upload a version to youtube just so people who you don't listen on any streaming platforms have the ability to listen to it too but i love you guys so freaking much and I'm excited to get into all the YouTube drama with you guys next week. But until then, I hope you guys have a great week ahead and a, a merry fucking Christmas. Holy shit. How did I not even say that yet? It's because I'm recording this on Monday and the episode comes out on Christmas Eve. And yeah, I just... Happy merry fucking Christmas. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Merry Christmas, you guys. I know that Christmas is really... And the holidays are just kind of all over the place this year because we're not able to, like, be with family and a bunch of stuff. And I just hope that you guys are hanging in there. You guys are okay. It just means that when... You know, you get to spend time with your family. You guys are going to like appreciate it that much more. But I hope however you guys are celebrating this holiday season, I hope you guys have a good one. And if you guys don't celebrate Christmas, then I hope you have a great meal on Friday, no matter what, <laughs> and a happy week. And yes, anyways, I love you guys so much. And I will talk to you next week. Bye, guys.